This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan. And this is Encyclopedia Womanica. In case you're just tuning in, here's the deal. Every weekday for a year, we're taking five minutes to tell the story of a woman from throughout history and around the world who you may or may not know about but definitely should. Each month is themed, and this month we're talking about villainesses. Today, let's go back to 19th century Massachusetts to meet the most famous suspected axe murderer in history. Hers was the trial of her decade. Our villainess of the day is Lizzie Borden. Lizzie was born in Fall River, Massachusetts in 1860 to Andrew and Sarah Borden. Andrew made his fortune mostly in textiles and property development and was well known in Fall River for being frugal. Lizzie and her older sister, Emma, were raised in a religious household and spent their younger years heavily involved in church activities. Lizzie's mother died when Lizzie was just two years old. And three years later, her father married a woman named Abby Gray. Lizzie and Emma both hated their stepmother from the beginning. They thought she'd married their father for his fortune. And they may have felt threatened because, unlike their frugal father, it seemed the two sisters had expensive tastes. On the morning of August 4th, 1892, Andrew Borden left for work as usual. The only people left at home were Lizzie, her mother, and their maid, Bridget. Andrew came home a few hours later and laid down for a nap on the couch. According to Lizzie's later testimony, at approximately 11.15 in the morning, she found her father dead on the couch. It appeared that he'd been struck in the head multiple times with a sharp object. Abby, the hated stepmother, was found dead upstairs, brutally mutilated. The coroner determined that Abby had died about an hour before her husband. Police quickly came to the conclusion that the murders had to be an inside job, but they were confused by the lack of blood at either scene except for on the bodies themselves. They also couldn't find anything resembling a murder weapon. Prosecutors later argued that the weapon had, famously, been an axe. 
Suspicion almost immediately turned toward Lizzie. Her sister had been out of town at the time of the murder, and it was well known that Lizzie had issues with her father and stepmother. Her alibi was also unconvincing. Lizzie claimed to have no idea where her stepmother was after 9 a.m., and then she claimed that while her father was being murdered, she was in the barn looking for lead sinkers for a fishing trip. But when the police examined the barn, there were no footprints on the dusty floor. Police also learned that Lizzie had visited a drugstore the day before the murder to buy a deadly poison. On August 11th, Lizzie was arrested. At first, the grand jury refused to issue an indictment, but then a family friend presented new evidence. The friend had stayed with Lizzie in the days following the murders and said that she witnessed Lizzie suspiciously burning a blue dress in the kitchen fire. Lizzie had said the dress was covered with paint. Lizzie's maid had previously stated that Lizzie had been wearing a blue dress on the day of the murder. The new evidence convinced the jury to issue the indictment. The trial of Lizzie Borden began on June 5, 1893, in the New Bedford Courthouse. It was a public sensation even before the first gavel. The newspapers had covered the story from the beginning, and the country was both enthralled by the story and split over Lizzie's guilt. It was essentially the O.J. Simpson trial of its day. Lizzie had a high-powered defense team at her side, including Andrew Jennings and George Robinson, the former governor of Massachusetts. The jury was made up of 12 men. Newspaper accounts were very impressed with the performance of Lizzie's lawyer, George Robinson, who seemed to consistently poke holes in the prosecution's case. They weren't nearly as impressed with the quality of the prosecution's bench. In his summation of the defense, Andrew Jennings argued, there's not one particle of direct evidence in this case from beginning to end against Lizzie A. Borden. There's not a spot of blood. There's not a weapon that they've connected with her in any way, shape, or fashion. Robinson, who gave his own summation for the defense, claimed that the crime could only have been committed by a maniac or the devil. It certainly couldn't have been committed by a respectable lady. The jury deliberated for only an hour and a half before returning with its verdict, not guilty. Today, many speculate that the jury may have been more inclined to convict had Lizzie been a man. Most people in the late 19th century found it hard to believe that a woman of Lizzie's background could have pulled off such brutal killings. How unladylike. That said, modern experts believe it's very likely that Lizzie was guilty. After the trial, Lizzie returned to Fall River where she and her sister Emma purchased a large home called Maplecroft and lived a quiet existence. Lizzie was involved in the theater scene in town and mostly associated with what one might call bohemian types. She died at 67 years old in Fall River and was buried next to her parents. Whether she killed her parents or not, the story of Lizzie Borden, the axe murderer, holds a special and disturbing place in the American imagination and pop culture mythology. Stay tuned tomorrow for the story of another fascinating villainess. Special thanks to my favorite sister and co-creator, Liz Kaplan. Talk to you tomorrow. Before we go, a quick shout out to another show I think you'll like. Check out Crooked Media's weekly podcast, Keep It. Hosts Ira Madison III and Louis Vertel discuss the latest in the ever-colliding worlds of pop culture and politics. New episodes of Keep It drop every Wednesday, so listen wherever you get your podcasts. 
Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.